Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the MG Fitness Podcast. My name is Melissa. I am your host, your fat loss coach, your friend, your confidant, all of the above. I hope you're well. I hope you're okay. I, for one, am feeling super healthy. And this is significant because at the beginning of January, I had that awful cough, cold, flu debacle. And then I had a bad gastro bug. And honestly, January, what a write-off. And so now that I'm feeling better, I'm not taking it for granted. I feel back to my full, healthy self. It's a bit like when you've got a really bad cold and your nose is blocked and you lie there and you think of all the times you've taken it for granted that you can just breathe freely and you promise to never take that for granted again. Well, that's how I felt pretty much about the whole of January. So I'm feeling great. I hope you're feeling great. Happy February, by the way. Happy February. How exciting. January's done. February, very cute month, I think. It's short, hearts, flowers everywhere, month of love. Spring is tentatively springing, you know? We're excited about it. Anyway, on to today's topic. Don't stress the scales. Now, if I could get that printed on a t-shirt and hand it out to people for free, I would. Because the scales have a very real impact on a lot of people, especially a lot of the women that I work with who have probably spent their entire life dieting on and off and being fixated by their scale weight. So what I'm going to talk through today is the reason why you shouldn't stress about scale weight and then how to effectively use scales to help monitor your fat loss progress and then what to do if really scales aren't your friend. So I'm going to cover a little bit of everything, okay? I'm going to start off by saying that really scales are only as stressful as you allow them to be. So if you know that getting up in the morning, hopping on the scales can really affect your day-to-day -day mood and your outlook on the day, then this is going to be really, really helpful for you just to provide you with some very factual, very straightforward context. So we know that scale weight is an indicator of fat loss. However, scale weight is our entire body weight. From the hair on our head down to our toes, it's everything. And throughout the day, so in one 12 to 24 hour period, our scale weight, total weight of our body, can fluctuate up to two pounds. And that is not fat. That is normal, everyday, necessary bodily functions. I'm talking it'll be food that you've ingested, food that you have yet to get rid of, food waste. A lot of it will be water. It could be whether you've had more salt in your day. You might be retaining water because for some women, their cycles can really affect how much they bloat and take on water, etc. It could be how much you've drank in the day. Two pounds, okay? So if you were to weigh yourself in the morning, you might be one weight. And then by the end of the day, after your body has done all the normal things it's supposed to do, you might be two pounds heavier. 
you then go to bed, your body does what it needs to overnight, and you might find that it settles back down again in the morning and you are back at a similar weight to what you were 24 hours prior. That is something that I really want you to take on board because really it shows you how little that number actually matters in the grand scheme of things. My rule of thumb and something I say to all of my clients and I actually had a chat to the six six ladies in the group about last week. If it went on quickly, so if your scale wheel, scale wheel, <laughs> scale wheel, if your scale weight goes up quickly, as in up to, you know, in a 24 hour period or it goes down quickly, it's not fat. It is not fat. It's normal, everyday bodily functions. So can we just let our body get on with it and not be stressed out about it? That is my wish for you. So know that it is normal to have fluctuations. Female menstrual cycles can affect this in quite a significant way, as can the types of foods you eat. Again, nothing to do with fat, just normal bodily functions. I know myself, around the first week of my cycle, I am usually more bloated. I tend to hold on to a little bit more water. I can feel the difference in myself, but I also know that in a few days time, it's going to go back down to normal, all will be well, okay? I also know that if I've eaten certain foods that are particularly salty or when I'm, oh, you know, crisps, salty, snacky goodness, I love a salty, savory snack, things like that, because it's higher in salt, I'm going to hang on to a bit more water. Knowing that, I know that, right, my scale weight might be a little bit higher tomorrow because of it, but it's just water, it's fine. So it is worth always sort of getting to know where you feel a little bit more bloated or where you might be hanging on to a little bit more water or let's say, prime example, after a weekend out, your scale weight is probably going to be a little bit higher on the Monday, Tuesday, but get straight back to normal and it will go back down to normal again throughout the rest of the week. Because the problem is a lot of people jump on the scales maybe after a weekend of they've been out, they've had a couple of drinks, etc. They might see that the scale weight is five pounds up. Okay, that's an extreme, it really is. And then they go, ah, oh, oh my God, what have I done? I've ruined my diet, better start again today. I'll barely eat anything for two days, that'll sort it out. And thus perpetuates this awful cycle of indulging, overeating, and then over-restricting. So just by knowing that fluctuations can be normal, depending on what you're doing, is a real comfort and I really want you to take that on board, okay? So the best way to use scale weight, if you are using it in a really effective way, is to either weigh once a week, every week, on the same day, in the same conditions, ideally first thing in the morning, get up, go for a wee, weigh yourself, take note of it, and then do it exactly the same time every single week. This means that you are able to collect some consistent data. Now, what I will say about this is, it will be a really useful tool to use over a number of weeks and you can look at the bigger picture and you know that week by week, and again, it still might fluctuate between those weeks. If it's on a downward trend, if your aim is weight loss, then you know you're doing the right thing, okay? And if you can happily do that, and know that you're going to wait a bit 
you know, wait each week to see what the results are and then adjust your activity or your food accordingly, that's fantastic. Do that. If, however, your relationship with the scales is a bit more complicated, then what I do suggest to some of my clients is they weigh every other day. Now, obviously, there's a bit of a caveat to this. I will not work with people who have got eating disorders or severe disordered eating habits because that's not in my wheelhouse. It wouldn't be right for me to work with them. I would refer them on to someone else who's a bit more specialised. But if you know that scale weight may cause you to binge or may cause you to go in the other direction and not eat anything, etc., or will result in disordered eating behaviours, then I wouldn't suggest weighing too frequently because you may get fixated on that number, etc. But like I said, if that does sound like you, then your help will be sought elsewhere. Whereas if you've just got a bit of a complicated relationship with the scales and you do still want to use them to measure your progress, weighing every other day allows you in real time to see the fluctuations in your scale weight. And it provides you with a lot more data. And again, all you're looking for is a downward trend. And that's why I'm a big fan of putting client scale weight into a graph. So it's a very visual representation of where your progress is going. And a graph will not be a nice linear line down. It will be a very zigzaggy line, hopefully going in a downwards trend. That is what you are looking for. But for some people, it really helps them to see that fluctuation and for them to go, actually, yes, okay, I see it now. I see that my body weight goes up and down normally. But overall, over the last three weeks, I can see that the trend is downwards. And it means that on those days where it fluctuates up, I know why that is. And I know it's normal and it's not going to throw me off because here is where the problem is. If scale weight dictates your mood for the day or your actions in a very severe way either way, then you need to make an adjustment and amendment. So for example, if you weigh yourself one day and it's X amount and then two days later, two days. So again, you know, it's not really a lot of time. You then weigh and you're two pounds heavier, for example. That is probably because of food, food volume, waste volume, water, etc. And you think, oh my God, I've put two pounds of fat on. I'm not doing very well. I might as well just give in or I've put on weight. So I'll sack off the rest of the week and I'm going to start again Monday. You're getting in your own way with that. Okay. And I don't want that for you. I want you to be able to look at fluctuations for what they are. So if it affects your actions in a big way, get to know them, get to know your scale weight fluctuations a bit. You don't have to do it long term. You could literally weigh every other day for a couple of weeks just to see what the general trend is. It gives you a much better, more rounded look at the whole thing and it can help you to stay a bit more consistent because you know what these fluctuations look like. So on the day where you have gone up by two pounds, you say, right, okay, it's just a little fluctuation. And then you also know that if maybe over the course of two weeks, your scale weight hasn't actually changed that much, you need to change something. Whether it's your activity, whether it's your nutrition, etc. 
if your goal is weight loss in that instance over a couple of weeks you're probably not in your deficit if you've only given it a week give it a bit longer okay <laughs> be a little bit more patient but after a couple of weeks if the scales aren't moving then you know you need to change something equally if they're going up you know you need to change something by being able to see this and really rationally look at it and go actually scale weight is just a small part of this picture which i'll come on to in a minute then it can be really helpful and help you stay much more consistent and not chuck away all of your progress so far just because it's your scale weight has gone up by a couple of pounds so the next thing i want to talk about is why it's also so important to not solely rely on scales to track your progress because like i said scale weight is everything from your hair to your toes okay <laughs> and it's not the full picture in fact it's a tiny tiny piece of a much bigger puzzle so i always encourage my clients to have other methods of measuring their progress whether it's tape measurements whether it's a hip to waist ratio whether it is journaling feelings based progress whether it is actually pictures or just by clothes sizes etc this will give you a really well rounded look at your progress overall so you don't become fixated on the numbers on the scales you can use all of them you can use two of them you can use one of them but also that way of measuring pro progress should mean something to you and hold value to you as well in a way that allows you to stay really consistent and really happy with it. So don't just rely on the scales for your progress because you might see that maybe your scale weight is going down slowly, which can really frustrate some people, especially if they're used to doing crash diets where they lose six to eight pounds in the first couple of weeks and then they have like massive drops on the scales initially which then inevitably after six weeks or whatever they then start to put it back on when they come off these crash diets but i'll get into that in another episode it can be really frustrating then when you are making some more sustainable changes like i do with my clients to see your scale weight going down slowly it can feel really frustrating but the slower it comes off, the more likely it is to stay off. So with that in mind, having other methods of measuring your progress, whether it's measurements, whether it's pictures, etc., can really help because you can turn around and you can say, right, my scale weight's going down slowly, but I've noticed a massive difference in how my clothes are fitting. I've noticed a massive difference in my confidence. I've also noticed a massive difference in my fitness, for example, so things that have nothing to do with the aesthetics, but to do with your well-being and your health. All of those things used with scale weight can be really, really effective. So make sure you have more than one way of measuring your progress. Now, the final thing that I will say on scale weight is, yes, they're a small part of the puzzle, but if you notice that your scale weight plays a huge factor in how you feel about your day, or even if maybe your measurements are going down or you're feeling better, if you're looking at the scales and they are still making you feel less than, or they are making you feel like you're failing or you're not doing the right thing, or they make you miserable, classic example, you get up in the morning, you're feeling good about yourself, you know? You're feeling lean, you're feeling confident, you slept well, you feel like 
a million dollars and then you step on the scales and it doesn't say what you expect it to say, suddenly all those wonderful feelings are gone. If that is the situation you're in and you're allowing the scales to dictate your happiness and your mood for the day, just stop, <laughs> okay? Stop using them. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It is just a number at the end of the day. I know it's hard to come away from the scales, but doing so will probably help you make more progress in that instance and it will allow you to really feel the differences for yourself. That great mood that you woke up with won't disappear just because a number says something that you don't expect it to. So just stop using them. Not forever, necessarily. Maybe think about the frequency in which you're using them. Maybe think about not using them for a couple of months and then still carrying on with what you're doing or measuring progress in a different way. You don't have to be married to them. You can have a complicated relationship with them if you want to, but fundamentally, if they're making you miserable, put them in the bin. It's not worth the upset and the heartache, okay? It's not worth it. So have the courage to just get rid of them if they are making that big an impact on your day-to-day -day feelings about yourself. That is everything. So just a quick old recap, a recappy cap. If you want to use the scales in an effective way, either do it every week or every other day, both are methods that I use with my clients where it is appropriate. Remember that scale weight fluctuates and it's totally normal and our bodies need to do things, so let them. Look at the general trend over time. If it doesn't change within one week, be patient, keep doing what you're doing. If it's two to three weeks and nothing's happening, then you know you need to make changes. They're a small part of the puzzle. Measure your progress in a different way alongside scale weight if you are using them. And if it's causing a real visceral emotional reaction, just get rid of them. It's not worth it. So there we have it. There is this week's episode. Don't stress the scales. If you've got any questions, about scale weight, about weight loss, etc., then please drop me a message at Melissa Grace PT over on Instagram. If you're liking what I'm saying and you think, hmm, this girl's for me, and you want more information about what I do, then head over to my website, melissagracept.com. It's got all the information on there about who I work with, what programs I do, when the next 6 6 group is, all of that goodness. Thank you for listening and I hope you have a lovely day.